episode 238, Leon Benjamin, The Seven Steps to Instagram Success. Welcome, check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. That is really for any gentleman out there, or dudes, or guys, or whatever you want to call yourself, who resonate with the show and want to take it up a notch and actually have that interaction about all and everything that we cover on the show weekly. Um, that's where we're in there, where the, the actual guests are in that group. I'm in there daily, and that's where you can get all your questions answered and have some interaction and basically connect with like-minded individuals. And that's what it's really all about. It's the start of the Alliance of 2017. So please do jump over there. And as usual, please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do. It makes a huge difference. I'd really appreciate that. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. Enjoy this week. Speak to you soon. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Okay, we have a good one for you. If anyone on here is interested in Instagram, but not just that, you know, getting, well, building relationships using social media and getting more more customers or more exposure um, in the right way, then this one is going to be really useful for you useful for you we have leon benjamin and his superpower is getting you more customers by building relationships using social media um he's the instagram man that's how i came across him as well so we're going to dig into that definitely firstly leon are you ready to awaken your alpha today yes i am adam cool so i mean that was a very brief intro by me so is there anything else you'd like to add or highlight in that short intro uh, no, not really. I mean, that, that, was, that was perfect and that was cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's dig straight into your origins because it's not, well, I assume it's not a sort of thing people grow up thinking, actually, I want to be the Instagram man because, it, well, it wouldn't have existed back then anyway. Yeah. Uh, but what, like, where are you originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? And um, what did you want to be growing up and how did you come to be the Instagram man? Okay, so I'm from Montreal in Canada. What I wanted to be um, was to be a, like an engineer, someone who does things and puts things together in like systematic ways. And like yeah. really, I was really like a visual type of guy and I would really understand concepts. So I'd put them together in theory and stuff like that and try and really apply them. From there, when I started actually doing work for other businesses, uh, it was, I really liked the fact of being in our research and development departments where we would create new things and put things together. But the thing that resonated with me more was I wanted to be my own boss type of thing. And so, so that, that's when my brother reached out to me to start helping him with his startup, which involved creating like a, like an espresso, but for the hookah. 
Okay. So, so <laughs> something like that hasn't been done before, and he wanted to really make it, and I designed it in 3D for them, and I designed all the things, all the components and stuff wow. like that. Wow. And I wanted to do something like that of my own, and uh, I remember getting an email from my employer at that time. They were saying how we were going to stop uh, YouTube access for everyone in the R&D department, and I'm yeah. like, we need YouTube. We need to understand how things work. We need to do yeah. our research that way, so that, that was like a total turnoff for me yeah and then from that point on i'm like okay i'm gonna stop working for corporate and i'm gonna start doing my own thing and from there i started using instagram i was i was in saskatchewan at the time which is in the middle of canada yeah and over there i thought like uh people would like grow their beards more so i started growing a beard <laughs> <laughs> and then i started it's a fine beard for those who yeah. are listening. <laughs> thank you uh but it was longer it was like this big at yeah. the time when i was there so, so I started hashtagging on Instagram just for fun and I got way more engagement than my usual posts. And I'm like, Hey, something's going on here. Yeah. And then I, I looked into the hashtags. I looked into uh, the other influencers, the other people who were like models and stuff like that. And I mm -hmm. noticed a trend starting to appear out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was maybe uh, five, six years ago. And, say, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because it we, we, sounds like you're kind of answering it, but I asked the question, what was your awakening type moment? And I think it was, was that it, point. Was it beard? Was it beard type? <laughs> when the beard got long and the beard took this all off. So <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Carry on with the story, man. This is, I want to hear about this. <laughs> so, yeah, as, as I was growing my beard, I just gained more confidence for some reason. Uh, I really don't <laughs> understand it, it that much. It's the strength. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like people started treating me different. They started like paying attention to what I was saying exactly. And like, I don't know, it was just total, total change in, in the Interesting. way people. No, that's, I think that could be a whole show on that. You know, <laughs> the, the, the owl from the beard. I mean, if I could grow a better beard, I definitely would. I, <laughs> there is a big beard resurgence, I think, in, just in, in men in general. I, it's, it's, beards are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I started looking at what I could do to like create a product around that. So I looked. It was like do-it-yourself uh, uh, recipes to creating your own beard oil to make it like less itchy and yeah. to make it smooth and soft and stuff like that. So I created my own and then I made, I wanted to make a brush that you could brush on beard oil. Okay. <laughs> and so like I just mocked some things up, but then it would be way too expensive to make. Yeah. And so I just decided to use like a brush that already existed that has oil. So like, like a little like a little mascara bottle with like beard oil in it. <laughs> so, so I started selling that on Instagram yeah. as like my first concept, but people started loving that. And like people with short beards, they, they loved using it. So I started selling it through Instagram. I tried putting it ads on, on newspapers, on Twitter and all kinds of other platforms. But I, I saw like a, the best engagement was coming from Instagram. So I just stuck with that platform. Yeah. I, I was making good sales, I was making good money off just selling beard oil with my first. Was, I was going to say, was um, with Instagram then as well, were uh, yeah. paid Instagram ads was, or was it all organic just through, you know? Yeah, it was all organic. There was no okay. ads at the time. Yep. Uh, so I just, what I, what I did there was just look up some key hashtags that people were using that were pretty big. And I started liking the photos of people who actually used those hashtags. So I was engaging with end users. And then that's what I did to start uh, seeing some growth on my page. And I was like, whoa, this, this works. <laughs> Why would I do something else? So I just started sticking with that every day. I would like engage with the end users and just get them over to my page. Ah, and uh, good. so I started, yeah. I also collaborated with other um, 
influencers. So like other people who maybe sold combs for beards or yeah. anything related to uh, a page having beard fans. Mm-hmm. So I started collaborating with them. They would shout me out and then they would come and like follow me and buy my products and stuff like that. So the best way to find customers is to find the people that already bought something similar before. Yeah. Um, so I reckon that I can look at existing customers somewhere else and start engaging with them. And that's when I thought of like, Oh, the followers of other people, the followers of other brands and stuff like that. So that, that just like made sense. So I started engaging with those people and those people don't usually, uh, use hashtags as much as the the people, like some people might use hashtags in their posts. Some, some people won't. Yeah. Uh, but when you go for the, the followers of other pages, that you have the mix of the two. So you, so you're really engaging with people that might have purchased something from uh, that particular brand or whatever. So you're more uh, going after hot, you're going after hotter prospects. Yeah. In my head, there's two real sort of different types of sort of people on Instagram who are trying to get loads of um, followers, I suppose. So people um, where there's a clear, you know, from their Instagram account, there's a clear product that they can sell. That's, you know, it's not, hugely expensive so it's you know people are going to see it if they like it they can jump straight in and then other people who are just looking to grow their instagram account for just huge numbers to be a you know in a position of influence so in some cases so then they can you know if they are going to approach other companies or they're you know whether they're speaking they've got a podcast whatever people check them out oh blimey they've got you know this huge following they've got a position of influence and it you know it increases their credibility and as i say they're positioning for x y and z i mean where would you place yourself and your business model? Because I mean, that sounds like you're, it was at that stage. It was very clear that you know it's get people on there to buy the beard oil. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and do you have multiple accounts? How does how did how's your setup now? Um, right now, I stopped doing that beard thing yeah. because I I started working with local barbershops, and mm-hmm. then I started just helping them with their Instagram accounts. They're like, do the same for us. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And then I started working with other types of uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. And so I just left the beard oil stuff and went solely on helping them grow their following. And yeah. Was, was and that because like that. it was more kind of uh, more rewarding for you and more obviously creative and, you know, keeping it flowing? I suppose once you've got the beard oil thing going, you know, I don't know if that would float your boat or, <laughs> or get you up in the morning every day. I don't know. I think it was me, my, the biggest block for that. Cause I know I could have really blew, blew that up. Yeah. But, um, it was just me doing everything and I didn't learn to delegate at the time. So I was just getting fed up of doing all the bottles, doing the labeling and stuff like yeah. that. I was doing that. I was doing that for maybe like nine months or like almost yeah. a year. So I was getting like burnt out and I, I don't know, just marketing in general started being more appealing to me. I was starting to grow a, a bit as an influencer and also as someone who sells stuff yeah. on, on Instagram. And cause some end users would tag me all the time in their photos. Even today, like I just, well, I, I log in once in a while and then I see people tag me in photos. Cause once you reach a certain part, a yeah. certain amount of followers on Instagram, people see you as a, like a, like an influencer, someone yeah. who, who's like a go-to expert. So, like, when you are tagged in a, I suppose in some cases, a random photo or something like that, what's your uh, response to that? Cause I'm sure a lot of people are like, why am I tagged? Or I could be quite annoyed by that. Are you saying that that's quite a good thing then from if you want to grow your Instagram? I mean, it, it's a sign that people see you as someone who is 
uh, who's made it or like has some sort of influence. So it might be flattering at first, but then if you're tagged in something completely random has nothing to do with what you're doing. Then... Yeah. Cause I've been tagged a few times and I, I've looked and I thought, is that a mistake? Because it, like you say, it's no actual like reference to me, but it's just tagged me in certain things. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just weird. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to know if it's a good thing or not. I'm just like, oh, or how can I use that to, you know, to the benefit of <laughs> growing? The, the yeah. Industry. I mean, is it from someone totally random or someone that you know? Maybe a bit of both, but I think definitely at least some, someone I know sometimes, but as I say, it didn't really feel personal. You know, when there's like a, a good chunk of people tagged in it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. When those usually happen, it's like a, like a shotgun. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. come and see De this. Definitely a shotgun. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if, yeah, if it was individual, that's not, that's, that's good. That's not so bad at all. I quite like that. Okay. <laughs> I want to sort of dig right into it. Cause I mean, looking at, I know, I know your business is called triple your tribe. Something I've seen on your, your website as well, which I think is, is, uh, could be really helpful to the listeners sort of, seven steps to reach your Instagram goals. I think that could be a really good way to sort of add value. So people coming in that maybe know a lot of Instagram or don't know much about Instagram or want to, you know, at least know what the options are and, or how to go about it. So could you just sort of jump in with some, some ideas there? Yeah. So the seven steps is really the foundation. That's like the sort of system that came about when I was started using and trying to systemize about what I go through when working with someone or, yeah. And it's, I always go through the same steps with them. So the first one is how is your business going to fit inside of Instagram? So you want to really understand that what you talk about with your client um, before, uh, before you speak to them, yeah. what are you going to tell them? And that's what the, the type of stuff that you should put out on Instagram. So like before you speak with them on the, on the phone call, let's say, what are some of the things that they, they that you want them to know about you? Yeah. What, like who you are, who you serve, uh, how, how can you help them? So before they come on the call with you, they already know all these things and they're like ready to like jump on to take the first step in working with you, let's say. Yeah. So you, you got to figure that out first. So what's your offer? Like, are you going to do something free, like a free challenge or uh, who's going to uh, help you with your social media? Who's going to help you with your Instagram stuff? Is, is it only you? Yeah. Uh, how much time do you have to allocate to that? You have to really like understand how um, you're going to fit and add Instagram to the way you distribute your content and your message and your aware and awareness. Okay. So that's really the first step. Um, and then we have the market where we're going to, where you research if your market is actually on Instagram, where are, where are they located? What hashtags they use, who they follow um, and what type of posts that they put out. So those are like the main things to, to really get from your market. So to okay. really, um, like during, in my, inside my course, I, I described like exactly what to look for in these things. Um, but the main idea is to find out if you're, where your market is, what, who they're following and what mm -hmm. tags they use and stuff like that so you can reach them or reach influencers that's going to reach your market. Perfect. Good stuff. Step three. Step three is uh, how to how to optimize your profile. So there's a way specifically to set up your profile that's going to make it so clear for anyone to know what you do, who you serve, and how you can help them and how to reach you. Yeah. So uh, you might you might see some pages that are like totally unclear. You don't know what what they do. Yeah. Um, so going just simply by turning your user profile into a business one right away, it's going to add like this gray. Um, category of what your page is about so yeah. that's gonna like help you clarify what you do really really quickly yeah i mean and that's from personal experience that's when i come sort of across you it's one of the first things you said you know 
actually I, i'm not sure if i had but you just clarified make sure if you haven't switched it to a business profile make sure you do that um, and after you've gone through these seven steps i definitely want to ask you about the difference between people having a, a personal profile and a business profile and if they kind of have merged the two because i only have one instagram profile so i like the simplicity of that but at the end of the day some now i'm starting to think like some things i'm sticking out are definitely personal but mm -hmm. they're in theory now it gets linked to you know my facebook um business page so it's and sometimes it's that you know it's it's well it's what i'm gonna ask you after you, you get through <laughs> these steps because it's, it's a little bit okay. of a mind boggler for me so i think yeah well so um step number four step number four is your content so what exactly are you going to post about <laughs> which you just brought up <laughs> boom there we go so so um once you really understand your profile and your message that, that you're going to put out the problems that you solve and stuff like that your content is really how uh you're going to educate people on the topic that you're talking about uh your message uh and how you can inspire uh, others to like uh do something like something that you achieved or something that you helped your clients achieve. So like inspire them to, um, to be on the same page as you. Yeah. And also to, um, to offer them to show what your first offer is into working with you. So the, so you educate, you inspire and you show them a way to work with you. Those are the three common themes of posts to, yeah. to put out. Okay. So revolve around those and, and you'll be good. Um, and the common question is how often should I be posting on Instagram? Yep. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I would suggest if you if it's your first time on Instagram, I would strive for getting one post a day at least for the first yeah. couple months. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one post a day, man. In my head, that's as simple as I, I mean, I, I, I can post more than that, but I think if I post way more than that, I know I'm just going to like post loads and then like, drop off. I prefer to try and be at least consistent with, you know, a once a post that once, once a day type post. Yeah. So once you, that's, that's really good because the more often you're, you, you post, the more often your followers are going to see it because now in the newsfeed, uh, it's not chronological. So it only, uh, so the chances of your post being seen by all your followers is, is decreasing. So yeah. you want to, raise your chances of being seen more often during throughout the day. So that's one of the reasons why you should post more than once a day. Specific question to this that I'm yeah. really interested in. Should you always link it to, so every time I post, and this is the other thing, what probably makes me personally, um, so it's like a case study, only post once a day, because I always, whether it's right or wrong, link it to my Facebook. So if, for example, I know some people like post on Instagram all the time, like, and it's some of it in my head is you like, yeah, you probably don't want that on your Facebook page or maybe you only want that for Instagram followers. It's not really <laughs> worthy to share on Facebook, for example. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons I share once a day. Again, I'm thinking more quality over quantity because again, if, if in my head, if I was just posting on Instagram, I'm sure I would post lots more potentially random type things. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Should you always link it to your Facebook page or um, and, and how often should you? So say I'm posting five times a day on Instagram. I'm not, but say I was. Um, I assume maybe once or twice of the good ones should be linked to uh, your business page, for example. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I would I would word it a bit different when you put it on Facebook, just yeah. so like the the audience that's on Facebook gets something different than your audience yeah. on Instagram. So it's not just like, like a copy paste type of thing. Yeah. And do you ever put a post on Facebook like? Um, Hey, by the way, obviously follow me on Instagram, but kind of like, 
this is a taster. I post, if you're into this kind of thing, I do way more of this on over on Instagram. Come follow me. Something along them lines. And then I suppose yeah. you've got to back it up then, not be that. So then they come over and go, well, this is exactly what you put on Facebook. What was the point? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. So you can post, post, post like that. That's going to like influence people to, to follow you on Instagram. Totally. Okay, cool. And so you can use that from your other platforms as well. Like, uh, like uh, maybe if you use Snapchat or Twitter and stuff like that. Okay. Step number five. We've yeah, step, content. Yeah. Step number five is lead generation. Okay. So there's a couple of ways that you can do that. Uh, the most easiest way and the most passive way is to use hashtags on your posts. So every time you post, you have an opportunity to grow your audience yep. and to attract your most targeted uh, audience. So using specific hashtags is my best tip for that. So look for hashtags that are small as opposed to millions of posts. Oh man, I've done it, been doing it the wrong way. See? <laughs> I was feeling all smug for about 10 seconds. <laughs> so yeah, when I started using hashtags like properly, well, I say not properly, like a good, I had my like, your gene, you know, your generic chunk. And then I had maybe like seven or so that I personalized each post, but I have my kind of core hashtags. Because again, it, it made me laugh. Like I had loads of people coming out, like obviously friends, not maybe not entrepreneurs, but going to me like, you're the hashtag, man. Like, geez, how long does it take you to write these? I can't believe you write these every time. And I'm just like, Clearly, I don't like <laughs> your brain gone. Like, why would I write this like 30 or 20? Is it 25 is the maximum hashtags or something like that? Or 26 or something random? 30. 30. There you go. Why would I write down? Like, they literally thought, so if I put something out, they go, God, how can he be? And they're like, like mocking me for like spending this time writing the hashtag. Clearly, I'm just like on my phone, just like cut, paste, boom. Like, yeah, there you go. So uh, this, this could be groundbreaking. <laughs> this is my awakening moment. Yeah. What a goon. This is my <laughs> show. What a muffin. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm really listening now. So, All right. Again. So, <laughs> so for your next couple posts, uh, don't go for the million plus ones. Go for the 300,000 and less. Okay. Try that out. <laughs> I was doing the same thing. Before. But how far is you don't want to go for? I always thought whenever I put in a, I'm putting a hashtag on it, and it like comes up like, you know, 10, 10 posts or like linked to that. Then I think, well, I'm not going to put that. Yeah, no. Yeah. So go where for add, add, like you're like between a hundred thousand and three hundred thousand is the sweet spot, or what do you? I'd say five thousand. That's when it starts getting specific. Five thousand to a hundred thousand. That's like your main sweet spot. If you okay. want to gain some more likes and engagement and stuff like that, then go for hundred thousand to 300,000, but 300,000 would be my tops. Like I okay. wouldn't go over that. Cool. That's useful to know. Or, well, I'm happy with, yeah, I'm happy with my awaken your alpha is like 400 posts, I think. And I think, okay. I think they're all, I think them 400 are all me. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good. That's you're growing your brand hashtag, which is good. Okay, cool. Okay. That's good. I so do, like I do the odd thing, right? I go for the, you know, you <laughs> take enough action. You do some things right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. As, as, unless there's more on lead generation, because it sounds like we could talk about that for a while. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things we can talk about. Um, <laughs> feel free, or you obviously then it's point six is the next one in terms. Okay, of so point six is a uh, is sales. So for sales, you need to put in call to actions. You need to you put out. Let's say you put out your content saying what you offer, but then yeah. how? Do, what What do they do to take the first step yeah. to get it? So I'll tell them either uh, direct message me or leave your email in the comments mm -hmm. or 
click the link in the bio is the most popular one. Would you keep, yeah, I see that all the time. Would you keep this uh, generic or do people kind of become blind to it? Like every post, is it the same, you know, click link in bio or do you mix it up or what, what is your thoughts on that? Um, I would change it up every week or so just so, so it changes things. Um, keep it like a script. So like you could put it at the end of each uh, caption. Yeah. Or you can put it in the, a bit in the beginning too, but something short in the beginning. But yeah. when you write your captions, um, this is another tip for content. Mm -hmm. When you're writing your captions, it's important to really describe what's going on, describe the context of the photo, because a lot of people just put up the photo and just write the hashtags. Yeah. But people won't understand what, what you want us to look at or how does it relate to your business. So really go and explain why you're posting it. Explain yeah. the context. Like, I'm actually all right at that because I'm always thinking again uh, that it's probably going to go on Facebook. So then you obviously, I, 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 and I, I just think I do, it's a strong, well, strong issue for me. I, I hate when people just post a photo with hashtags because I'm like, you know, it could be a picture of a dog or so, or like <laughs> scenery or like a field or something. And I'm just like, oh, what's that? Like, are you looking at this? Have you taken it off like the internet? What, what's the point? I didn't get it. So yeah. like, if it's like, this is me on a walk or something, you know, at least, oh, you're on a walk. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I see that. And I'm just, even if it's a really nice shot and you think, oh, that looks nice. What's going on? And there's nothing. And you're like, nothing. Hanging. It's really frustrating. I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to know the context. I think that's huge. That's really good. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to help one for your audience to know what's going on and two to relate to you. So like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I go on walks too. Or I like this view too. I've been there. Like, yeah. So you can, that's when you can start getting your engagement up and people will trust you more. And because you're becoming more and more transparent. Um, so that's really going to help your engagement. So in terms of a call to action, let's just do a little case study. This springs to mind. If for example, you had a podcast and it was all about getting people to either the podcast website, ultimately for them to subscribe and listen to the podcast, how would you approach that? Um, I know there's probably, you could really dig into specifics, but in a generic way, what would you think would be a, a good call to action in terms of um, that Instagram for the podcast, because I think I, I, I have, you know, actually, I don't probably put it, you know, the link in bio enough, but I just, I just have the, the website or the link to the, the website where the podcast is. I, my, I guess my question could be, would it be the podcast website or would I have a direct link to say the iTunes account or what are your thoughts around that? Um, where do you usually send people to, to listen to your stuff? You know, it's one of the things, the more clicks people have to do, the more I get worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the website is kind of, they can go in there. Again, it seems obvious to me they've got the subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. So two different, obviously, platforms. The thing is about obviously sending people to iTunes, then people are like, well, I, you know, if they're non-Apple people, then that turns them off straight away. Yeah. So I, I would have a web page that has like some of those options, right? It, like on your website somehow. Yeah. And uh, plus when, when people land on your page on your website, then you can Facebook pixel them. So that's going to help you later on for retargeting. Yeah. But uh, I would send them to a web page there and tell them to uh, like, I would put a bit a blurb about the conversation that, that you had with someone mm. and then be like uh, for the full interview, uh, listen by clicking the link in my bio and watch listen yeah. to the latest episode. You just remind me. Yeah. I need to, I think getting a specific landing page for people who like to send them to would be, would be a lot better actually. Cause as opposed to just landing on the, the website, but maybe, you know, a blog post that specifically literally, this is the podcast. Uh, these are the ways you can hook up to it. This is, you know, and then a call to action, whether it's to leave a review, um, 
or anything like that and, and how you leave a review because that's the other thing I, that's what I'm starting to think now as well I know a lot of people um, struggle even if their heart is their heart's in the right place for leaving a review if they have like one little well how do you do it or like don't get it in the first second or it's not really obvious then they're just obviously they move on mm-hmm. so yeah no that's and I've always thought I that's uh just remind me I need to up my game on that so they all get that kind of universal clear step one two three when they come across me that, mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah for sure and maybe you can incentivize the, the reviews also so yeah yeah that's yeah that's what i'm thinking definitely cool now i did that i didn't like for launching different things but i think i should have an ongoing kind of incentive for a, for a review or for a share as well yeah maybe once a month you do something yeah. or the, the other thing, this is just purely, I want to check if, if, if my mindset is right on this because I'm, I'm, I think it might not be, but I, so I want to check on this. You know where the Instagram posts where they put, you know, if, you know, share if you agree or like if you agree. In my mind, I think it's probably a thing, but I don't put that because I'm like, well, it's kind of a given, but I think you probably, sh- I, I'm guessing you, it would still make sense to do it. Uh, but it's like, if you're putting something out on Instagram, <laughs> that you, someone likes you it's kind of like yeah you want them to like it and if they really like it share it brilliant but i mean do you think is that just wasted space or should you be as obvious to do that call to action i think i think you should say it because some people are just going so fast within yeah. with social media like having someone tell them what to do it's really going to make it easier and be like oh yeah sure i'll like i'll give you a like like okay doesn't <laughs> take that much time to no that's what i thought I've, I've been i've heard it in different trainings and things over the years you know you know literally click if you agree on that sort of stuff and again there's part of me that thinks well it's kind of kind of yes ridiculous. but i, I can see what it is. same here yeah i, I know what you mean i know 100 percent. i you have mean. this like <laughs> yeah this conflict in there because it's the seventh step of reaching your instagram goals now so the seventh step is retention so this is where you want to keep people uh, on your page so what you do for that is you ask them questions like where they're from or uh, ask them their opinion on certain things. And that's when you start getting, uh, building a community around your stuff and people are going to start helping each other. Um, you can also highlight some of your clients, some of your successes, mm-hmm. some of your um, best clients who achieved something and you just tell their story and stuff like that. So then um, you could take one of their pictures and feature it on your page mm-hmm. and then mention their name. Yeah. That's a really powerful way to see to give social proof for you and also for them. So just, just so you give them the spotlight for a bit, you know, a couple of key questions that are popping up from sort of Instagram. And I think it's been so valuable. And this is, you know, one of the, I, it was a no brainer. I really wanted to get you on. Cause I think to this level, uh, people probably, they don't know who to ask because unless, you know, everyone's got an opinion on Instagram. I think I saw a post from you, you know, and it winds me up the, the automated responses that they've got to be automated where, you know, I'll put something like, say, let's put up, I put up a picture of someone I've interviewed. Who's like a, some alpha dude. Who's just like crushes people's skulls or something like that. And yeah. someone, there'll be a comment like, Oh, that's cute. Or, Oh, that's lovely. Or, I'm just like, and I like, and, I, and how's, oh, how sweet. And I'm just, for a few times I like reply back like, thanks but what is sweet about this or it's so obvious that it's it's they haven't it's just it's like insane it's like does more damage than not leaving a post i don't i don't get and i think i saw you saying like there's obviously that automation is great in some scenarios but it's just these these comments are just they're mental they're driving me insane and it just it's so clear they haven't even seen the photo no what are your thoughts like discuss <laughs> i i absolutely hate people who use auto comments if if you do that stop 
<laughs> like <laughs> you are probably making a fool of yourself and you're putting yourself at risk for every auto comment that you put out because you, you can't you can't um monitor that yeah it's really difficult it's, it's spammy and it's just i'm sure maybe maybe these people speak like it so when someone does put a genuine comment but if it sounds like this generic is great, or yeah, yeah then th that may be them doing it but i've been so like so many i've been spammed so much i'm just like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's why having smaller hashtags uh is going to help yeah uh when you have those big hashtags they're more prone to go after them so yeah. <laughs> by smaller hashtags you're going to avoid some of this stuff again there's some software you know if someone doesn't follow you then you defollow them and all that sort of stuff what are your thoughts on that and i, I if I'm scrolling, if I do see someone in between like positions of influence and you see like they've got like a million followers and they only follow like six people, you think, damn, like them six people must be important or this person's, you know, got that credibility, not just off following a million people to do the reciprocal thing, but you know, they're in that position of authority. They don't follow hardly anyone, but everyone follows them. What are your thoughts on that? And how do you tip the balance, obviously, because and I don't want people who follow me to not follow me because I haven't followed them because I, when someone follows yeah. me, I don't follow them, if that makes sense. And sh that, so let's talk about that. <laughs> I have to say right away that, that people who do that follow and unfollow thing often are just going after the numbers. They yeah, just want more yeah, followers. And I get people like comments saying, oh, this is great. Follow me and I'll follow you. And I'm thinking, well, what's the point of that? It's one, like, I don't, I, I you know, I, I follow them if they're, they're, they're cool. It's, it's a bit like saying, oh, oh I'll interview on my podcast if only if I come on yours, where yours could be about something that I got, you know, I'm not an Instagram expert. You could have a podcast all about Instagram. And, it, and it's like, it's not relevant in some ways. And it's just... Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I would only, I would suggest only for you to follow people that you're either researching or that you're friends. Yeah, because it, 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 it represents you. If they say, oh, you follow all these people and it's just randomness. Like, what do you, what do you follow? Like, what do you stand for? I, yeah. So I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to get off my chest again. This is a bit yeah, because... Instagram therapy. You can only funnel 7,500 people. And beyond that, you can't. Ah, see, I'm nowhere near that. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so when you see people who, have, who are following 7,000 people, you know that they're going after that tactic. And yeah. if, you do, if you look at their posts and engagement, they're likely to have pretty low engagement. That's the other thing. Yeah, I've seen people and I've gone, oh, God, they've got loads of people like following them. Then I just have a quick click on a few of their photos. And I'm like, they have as many likes as I do. And like, I've got like, I don't know, like a fifth of their audience. So that's yeah. Like, hey, have you been buying something or like? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, something's right away looks fishy, and people recognize that more and more now. So you can't really cheat your way. Uh, so that's why um, putting out detailed uh, posts and stuff like that is going to really help you engage with your fans and followers that way. And you're going to start uh, tagging in their friends if you do like a giveaway or like when you add a call to action to be like tag a friend who, who yeah. agrees with this and stuff like that. Hmm. All right. And in terms of wrapping this up, I mean, we've we just had pure like value the whole time, but in terms of wrapping this up, I'm going to finish it with a quick alpha round. So okay. what is your all time favorite book? Um, the little prince. Oh, tell me more. Who's that by? And what's that about? Um, I have it right here. Hold on. Oh, cool. The author is a French Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Yeah. Okay, Antoine de Saint, yeah, something. <laughs> anyway, he's like a, it's a really old book, but yeah. uh, it's mainly about a little kid who 
goes on different planets and like speaks with adults and <laughs> is from his point of view of how adults are strange and weird. It, it like realigns you with who you are deep down somehow. It's yeah. like, it, it could totally mean something different for you, but, cool. but for me, it's really like really easy read. It's like super simple. And uh, the reason why I like it is because every time I read it, I like, oh yeah, that, or like I learned something new about uh, nice. maybe adulting or and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool. In and around Instagram or just you being an entrepreneur and your daily life, what are some uh, resources that you think, uh, you know, really useful to recommend? And we talked about automation and like, no, but I mean, around the Instagram, is it just about being consistent in the hustle? Uh, like, I mean, linked around, what are your thoughts on things like Hootsuite and stuff like that? And cause I don't know, it, I'm definitely aware when I ever see someone posting, I see the little Hootsuite thing. Yeah. I don't, it definitely, I don't know what it does, but I definitely, it was my initial thoughts. Like, oh, this person hasn't actually posted it. Or they, obviously they wrote it, but you know, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, a robot's done this, whatever. I don't know. What are your thoughts around this? I don't, I don't personally like using uh, third-party softwares that's going to yeah. spread your stuff for you. Um, I, for Instagram specifically, yeah. I would use stuff that's just built for that. So for scheduling your posts, I would either go with something called later.com. How do you spell that? Later, L-A-T-E-R. Oh, later, yeah, yeah. yeah or something called grum, G-R-U-M dot C-O. So these two allow you to schedule your posts. One um, uses it to schedule out your posts and at the time of posting it's going to send a notification on your phone and okay. then it's going to copy paste and then you, you that's quite good post. you know I, I like this for that if you say you know god forbid, god forbid it that you're going to have some time off <laughs> but you want to like have that consistency yeah exactly and, and I, like, one instagram post a day is not like oh gonna like drain your time but if you're on holiday and you, you know it's the difference between oh i've got to do this post or you know actually have some some pure time offline and just have a break What's one of your favorite quotes or, of all time or something that uh, maybe saying that you like to live your life by? I don't know the exact words, but something around living with less, uh, but having more meaning behind it. Okay. Well, and I think that applies throughout business and life and personal life and things, the amount of things that you have, the things, uh, the digital things that you have. And also I want to add something about screwing it and just doing it. Who do you recommend I interview next? And I usually look for two recommendations. Okay, I got, I got two guys for you. Um, I would say Justin Devonshire, if you, if you yeah, haven't reached I've out to him yet. contact with him and we were after, supposed to have a meeting a few times. But yeah, he's on the radar. Yeah. Have you, have you ever met him or is it just sort of... Through no, I've been a client of his for a couple of years. Ah, good. That's good to know. Okay. So what would you say is his superpower from having experience with him? That's good. I think... Putting things in a really simple way. He has a way of explaining things that is super cool. And I, that, that really, uh, that's where I really liked about him. Cool. So, and uh, you have a recommendation. Yeah, I would say Suk Sidhu. S-U-K-H-Sidhu. S-I-D-U or D-H-U. More of a guy around fitness in the fitness market and industry. And he, he doesn't talk about the six-figure earner for fitness, but more like showing you the real stuff about, behind uh, fitness business and stuff like that it's been so sensible this uh, interview i do have to ask kind of in closing just <laughs> the way i'm wired what is your favorite movie of all time and why say home alone 2 <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> not even gone for the original he's gone home alone 2 lost two. in new york <laughs> lost in new york 
<laughs> their movies are funny, man. I, just yeah. Christmas movies. Like, I, I still, I, I want to show them to my kids, but my, my wife is very sensitive about, you know, movies and sort of ages of when they're ready. I, I think they're almost ready. I want, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of head trauma in them films. I think. Yeah. Some mild violence in there, but yeah, it's, I, like it's cartoon funny. violence but yeah i i saw something and it was um it was like a well not a spoof it was going through like a doctor going through the injuries in home alone one. Oh yeah <laughs> what i think it's happened to the person and like it's literally listing them off that he'd have been like dead like 20 times over so yeah. like, kids because like oh i could fall down the stairs or i could have a metal pipe around my head and like all these different things <laughs> like the person would have been so dead yeah but, um awesome <laughs> awesome movie what a way to finish the show i mean it's, it's, <laughs> Oh, and another tip for Instagram is to reply to the comments that you receive. What's the best way people can connect with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, What's the best way they can connect? You can go to my website, tripleyourtribe.com, or add me on Facebook, Leon Benjamin. Thank you so much for spending, you know, the last 40, 45 minutes with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Really my pleasure. Cheers. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back.